Gray Fox. Praise games. And welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, a video games podcast where every fortnight a bunch of friends jump on a podcast to talk about this big thing called games. See, I mixed up a little bit there after 65 episodes, thought I'll change it up a bit. But join me on the pod this week. I'm going to start off with our platinum man, a man who's got so much metal in his hands that he's just basically shredding wherever he goes. Mr. Alex Hemming on the platinum hunt. How are you doing, sir? They call me Wolverine. Yeah. (laughs) I have to say, excellent hosting on the pod. Uh, while I was out the lurgy, I appreciate it. Um, you, I sent you a text though, and the text was "Do a good enough job, but not good enough to overthrow me." You did not fucking follow a basic instruction. You are now dead to me. Another man sorry, who likes to go after dead things is our souls man, Michael Carden Edwards. How are you doing? Dandy, like sour candy, and our Ned Flanders of the group because he's reliable and he's got abs. John Moles. <laughs> I diddly <laughs> Feels like he's podding with nothing at all. Stupid sexy mosey. <laughs> Stupid sexy mosey. <laughs> it works, it works, it works, it works. Anyway, ch- uh, chaps, thank you so much for, for carrying on in my stead. I had the lurgy last time. I was dying. I'm still dying a little bit, but I've got my Lemsip with me. I've got my, my Coke Zero for a bit of caffeine, a bit of water as well. And my green Power Ranger mascot. I keep him close by just in case to ward away evil spirits. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, one last thing as well. Excellent pod. You've done the whole, you talked about movie shit when I went here. I won't be mad. Um, Zelda castings. Timothy Chalet can get in the damn bin, right? That little pipsqueak's been in everything recently. <laughs> done with him. Done, I, I was just Who? picking twinks. This was all I could think that of. Is, yeah, it's he basically the, the ultimate tweak role, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's like, think of every like, boring little black-haired white guy in every movie that's him anyway uh but but for my money i want peter jackson to direct it i want i was gonna say anna taylor joy to be zelda but then i realized i'll just be doing the mario casting again so i'm gonna have emma watson as my as my uh zelda and for my link who gives a crap right it's just gonna be quiet anyway but taron egerton for my money or if you want to go really twink um Jaden terrell he was the kid in the it's remake there we go that's your, that's that's my my Zelda fan casting. Just don't put Chris uh, Chris Pratt in it. Has anyone seen the Garfield trailer? Speaking of Chris There's Pratt, yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically he doesn't even try a different voice this oh, time. No, At least he tried to do like a Boston voice. thing in Mario. Um, but uh, but yeah, they should have released the trailer on a Monday as well. Anyway, less about that, more about this thing we call to come games, gentlemen. What have you been watching, playing, or reading if you cultured like that, Michael? He's got a robe on like a Jedi. Uh, cold in here. <laughs> um, what have I been playing? Well, since my since my platinum, hey, hey, um, I have really been playing um, two things. Uh, obviously, continuing the Baldur's Gate journey. I decided not to roll a new character, and I'm continuing on with my dude. And uh, but then I've been cooking through uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. I remember uh-huh. you remember me playing it a while ago. Um, I'm now back for round two to finish what I started. I'm nearing the end of the story now. I think I've put about forty or fifty hours into nice. the damn thing. So 
Um, Who's your team? What makes yeah. up your team? How much fishing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, t- taking Wolverine fishing was a great experience. I was very happy about that. Um, no, so my... Uh, you you have a different team every every mission, man, because you get like you have to use everyone basically at some point, and uh, yeah. So like I I I, uh, I bought the DLC as one of the, the only things I bought in Black Friday. As yeah, it's a bit rubbish, wasn't games. it? And uh, I got, I got Deadpool, so he and he's very funny. He refers to himself as DLC, which is amusing. <laughs> um, so that's that's perfect it's perfect it is, it, that's that was my reaction i was like that that is perfect um and yeah man i look, i have to say i love the game i really do think it's a fucking excellent game and uh, it's it saddens me that it's not more people aren't playing it because it's absolutely brilliant it's it's cheesy it's hilarious the gameplay is excellent the 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 story is batshit mental it's a lot of fun i really really enjoy it Nice. It's gonna. So, for the last few years, whatever's been in the Black Friday sale has just been in the PlayStation end of year sale. So, although you might have just missed the mark with the Black Friday sale version of it, it's gonna be in there again, kids, in January. So, so uh, yes, if I get a little voucher or two, I think I'll be spending it on that. What have you been watching, my friend? Who me? Yes. Um, nothing, man. Uh, I would say the only thing I. Uh, so my uh, nothing. Just nothing really at all. Fair enough, so. man. Well, let's go to our, our platinum man. What have you platinums since we've last spoke? Since we last spoke, I mentioned I was going to do it, and I did Platinum Star Ocean, the second story R, which is long, long ass name. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that was a master of a remake. Like they, They've done it perfectly. You can choose between the classic music and new music. You've got the classic pixel art characters. Beautiful backgrounds, I talked about it a bit last week, but yeah, I bloody loved it. Um, what else I've been playing? I've been playing Persona 5 Tactica. I lied when I said what I was going to move on to next last time, because I forgot this game was coming out. Um, it's fine, which is a bit sad, because I hoped it was going to be better than that. It, it, it very much feels a bit undercooked, like they just saw Mario Rabbids and went, I got an idea. Let's just put a Persona skin on that, flash up the menus a little bit, and off we go. So it, it, it's inoffensive. It's pretty fun. The music's great, which it always will be in a Persona game, but it, it ain't worth the 45 quid price tag that they put on oh, it. Oh, man. I bet you planned it, though, didn't you? Not yet. I, have, I haven't finished it yet. What's the because... worst game you've ever gone, this is a piece of trash, but then you planned mm. it? <laughs> uh, Road to Hell Retribution. Uh, Ride to Hell Retribution. And I did that purposely because I knew it was shit. <laughs> and I wanted to see how bad it was. And my lord, it was bad. I also did the DLC. Why? Just because I... Just... I don't know. I have a problem. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, but I, I also played Diablo 4. I've been back on that. Because uh, Season of Blood, they have this... It's been event. trending a lot over the last like couple of weeks. Why? Has there been news there's or There's an something? event. Yeah, oh, so there's an event right. this week um, called Mother's Blessing, where they give you 35% additional XP and gold on everything for a week. So I was like, I'm going to jump on here because I need to get a trophy, obviously. Um, and this is the quickest way to get it. And it is... I, I, my feelings on it haven't changed. It is fine... And it is fun when you're playing with other people. Great just watching stuff die and picking up mounds of gold. 
but it, it's not doing to me what Diablo 3 did. I, I just don't feel it. Was that this year? A shame. What, Diablo 4? Yeah. Yeah, that came out this summer. Man, that completely passed me by. I mm. I also, following a conversation with you, Mr. Hemming, I also installed Diablo 4 again because I rolled the credits a while ago and then went, that was just a game. Yep. <laughs> that I, that I uh, and by the end of that, I was skipping everything just to get through it. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't engaged with it. I was just clicking next and hitting things, right? Um, I jumped back on it this week just to give it a little go. I, did, I should have said this too far. I didn't. Um, and I played for about, I got my guy to like level 15 or 16 or something like that. And I just realized, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I just kept picking up stuff and just kind of going, Ah, there's so many fucking numbers to figure out if this is better than the last one. Like, Diablo 3 was so much easier to ascertain whether things were worse or better than what I've got. And this one, it's just like, there are 50 different numbers. They're all percentages of another number. And I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. Oh, I hate those sort of games. And because your your inventory is so damned small, oh, it's just full. Uh, on Diablo three, you could have just mountains of stuff in, in in your inventory there. With this one, they've gone. Oh, what does everyone like? What does everyone like about Diablo? Oh, they must have loved the fucking inventory management inventory system, where it's just a grid. Yeah, and you've got to make them fit somehow. And by the way, we're going to give you a really small grid, so nothing fits anyway. And you kind of sit there and you go. I can't be bothered anymore looking at fucking numbers. <laughs> I don't want to play you any. And then you get the, then you get the feeling, Hemingway. I don't know if you've got this as well, where you just start s- scrapping stuff. Uh, oh, I, I don't even look at anything anymore. S- no, but yeah, I just I scrap can't it. immediately see if that's better than what I've got. It probably is there's not no, as good as what I've got. There's no green I'm or get red rid numbers. Of it. There are, but as Mike said, there's so many numbers. You've got to go every- through a lot of clicks to get to it as well. Well, no, luckily not. But the thing is, every item you pick up will have different type of stat compared to the other one. So one will be like 5% crit chance. The other one will be 6% crit chance if using werewolf form. And then it'll be green. I ain't got time for that. But you don't know if it's better because (laughs) is it better than having overall crit chance? I don't know. It's it's too much. There's so much. (laughs) There's so many decisions you have to make all the time, and none of it's clear. You know, you know what we talked about ages ago. I've just come in here and steamed all over your segment. I apologise. You know, one of the things we talked about ages ago, where where it's like things you hate in video games, where skill trees that are jank because it's just an extra one point five percent fucking life regeneration (laughs) when you're under ten percent life. This is like shit like that. Like it, that is Diablo Four. Yeah, Aww. it's not. It's not like when you level up. It's like gain new ability. You can now punch for five times instead of one, and you go, "Wow, I'm a five punching yeah, man." You feel you know, the it's, difference. It's just incremental numbers that mean jack shit to your play style or playing. Aww. And that is Diablo. You get a Paragon yeah. point to give you plus five strength, and strength is health, not damage, which oh. is weird because wh- why? What, <laughs> mate? And then, so what else have you been playing, Hemi? Wait, wait, one last thing. One last thing. The skill tree in Diablo 4, please give me your thoughts on it, Hemi. Like how you Which level one? up your skills. Because like <laughs> there's two. The main one. The main one. So yeah, you have to, there's like each section. Oh God, it's hard to explain just off the top of my head. You've got basic skills. Okay. You then have to level those up enough times to unlock core skills. 
which you level up enough times to unlock class skills, which you level up enough times to unlock something else, and etc. and etc. for ages oh. until you get to an ultimate, and then there's random bits all over the place that you have to try to choose. So let's say hmm. that you've that you've got all the way hmm. down the skill tree, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, okay, Sounds I've got wank, I've got this it? one." You know what? I've just maybe maybe I've been actually looking at the gear I've been picking up, yeah, and this thing that I've just picked up actually synergizes with a different base skill. Oh, right, I that I haven't actually selected. Yeah, right. How would I maybe go and check out that base skill just quickly to see if it's any good or not? The, yeah. That this item that I've picked up would maybe synergize with. How would you do? No, that? no, that makes sense. That's something you'd probably want to do occasionally when you get a new thing. Uh, you have to reset the entire skill tree and put all the points back in the entire way through before you can then start oh. playing the game again about twenty minutes later. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. Me and Moses sitting there going, don't mind me, just <laughs> sucking on that Diablo 4 stash. Like a Ah, Billy the Fool. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to grind my way through it with, uh, with Steph, my partner, who is ridiculously overpowered somehow because she enjoys some of the micro aspects of it, um, and just have her drag me to the Platinum Trophy, which would be lovely. You are going to get Platinum on this yes. thing? What's the hardest thing you have to... What's the hardest trophy? The hardest trophy is killing Uber Lilith, which... But it sounds as though you can just sort of brute force your way past that. The scariest one is getting to level 50 in hardcore, which is permadeath mode. So, yeah, yeah, I am taking that very, very carefully and just, like, gingerly walking up to one guy and going, bonk, excellent, next guy, (laughs) bonk. Okay, am I safe? 50,000 goblins later, he's level two. I mean, at yeah, some point, even Hebby's got to be doing this and going, this ain't fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not. But, but addiction isn't fun, kids, and that, that that's it are. there. Uh, you've been playing anything else, Hemming, apart from being overpowered by your missus while you're grinding? <laughs> I beg your pardon? Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's... Well, I say no. I Yesterday, I got into a bit of a weird trance playing Power Wash Simulator. That is su- it's therapy, right? Yeah. I-, I woke up and I was like, I don't know what to play today. I'm just going to turn on Power Wash Simulator. And then like three hours later, I'm just mindlessly washing a boat. I'm <laughs> like, this is, this is great. I love this. <laughs> just, wow. Uh, Not- they've done um, uh, Back to the Future DLC recently, haven't they? Where they it's have. Just, you wash the DeLorean, you wash the clock tower. Yeah, they've done a SpongeBob one as well and a Final Fantasy VII one. So you can but just... the sponge wasp—it's under. Don't question hey, question don't... the physics of exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Well, that sounds uh, sounds splash splash. Mosey, Ooh. you've been splashing. Yes. We've been splashing. No, uh, <laughs> splashing. <laughs> so uh, with the run up to Christmas, even though it is Black Friday, and there's a lot of games on sale. The Black Friday bundle. The Black Friday fortnight week month whatever you call it now, but. I've, I've skipped it. I've stayed out of the store and I've been a cheapskate and I've been playing the monthly game of Aliens Fireteam Elite. Any good? And it's, it's average at best. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the Aliens franchise. You hold hope that. that they're going to come good one day again, aren't you? Oh, just remake Aliens vs Predator properly. That's just what they need to do. Well, just Unit take, 5, just, yeah. Yeah, do it properly. Just give me what I would want... <laughs> Uh, it's all right. I just it's like just this idea bit... of moles out the front of Sega's office, like Dave Batista screaming, "Give me what I want! Give me what I want!" Stop it with all this jank. I mean, Alien Isolation was a good game. Yes, 
terrifying. Mike, you would absolutely shit your pants. They've disbanded that, that team now, and they've all like work um, on other things now. Fucking oh, we got something that's working. You know what we should do? We should chuck fuck that, and we should go do yeah. a bunch of shit games. That's how I imagine yeah, the meeting went. Like, Fighting Elite, it's all right. It's just average at best. Um, I've only been playing it solo. The AI is a bit dumb. Um, the AI, it's just not as good as what it, an Could alien be. game should be. Mm. Yeah, um, it, It's all right. It was free. That's hey. the only saving grace, really. Um, but it was all right. I did, I did I don't know, an act, I think it was called. It was all right. It just didn't play very fluidly. It wasn't very nice to control. Right, um, I see. And the alien. What is it? Is it a squad? Is it a squad shooter or is it? Yeah, like a... squad shooter. Right. Three, three in a squad. Randomly, why three when everything is always twos or fours? They've gone with three. I don't know. No idea maybe, why. Maybe and yeah, it's just object, objective based, um, corridor shooters really. So as you do in any alien game, you get your back up against the wall, look forward, and shoot the hordes that are coming towards you. Right. Bit of mindless fun. Does it, it, does it at mindless. least capture, like, because it's aliens, right? So this is meant to be, and aliens is classically the bulls out, guns out, fucking, yeah. Oh, it's just all, yeah, it's just all violence. There's just, yeah, spray bullets, watch all the bodies pile up. It's all right. It, casual gaming. It just didn't feel very good in the controls. Right. But I persevered for a bit, and it's all good. Who knows, um, maybe so that franchise what... will come good again one day. Have you ever heard the story of, of James Cameron's pitch for Aliens? He walked into 20th Century Fox's office and had the original poster for Alien, put it up there and got a white pen and just wrote a dollar sign next to the Alien and said, Aliens! And they're like, fucking son of a bitch, you've got the gig. <laughs> <laughs> See, if they made the Aliens movie into a game where you literally played the game and, you know... Bulked it out. Jazz it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. That would sell like hotcakes. Just agreed. do that. Agreed. Agreed. Fair enough, Mosey. Uh, so on the game front, I've had the lurgy for the last couple of weeks, but I don't know why. But I was just like, I want to go back to Resident Evil Three because I was really close to like platinuming it. So I went in out for in. For, bear in mind, I hadn't played this game for over a year now, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go straight in. What's the last trophy for me? Inferno mode. Get S rank. All right, quickly Google it. What have I got to do? you got to complete it in under two hours and you can't save it more than five times. All right, fair enough. I have to say it's hard as balls. <laughs> but um, the disappointing thing about this, to talk about a game that's three years old and you know they've moved on now, but the nemesis on Inferno mode is what should have been in the base game. Right? If every, you know, everyone talks about how the game's too short, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things was the Nemesis was not as good as Mr. X and Resident Evil 2 remake. And actually, when you play on Inferno mode, it is as good. So there we go, Capcom. If you've got to patch it, patch it. But anyway, there was that. And like I said, I've been sick. So you know, when you're sick, you don't really watch much TV. Uh, I didn't really watch that much TV, but I did give a bang on the Onimusha TV show on Netflix. And... Um, no one's really talking about it, which kind of sucks because, like, A, I think Netflix probably do the best anime going at the moment and they keep doing it with IP that, ev- well, I really love. So they've done Castlevania, they've done fucking like, Tekken, they've done, uh, oh, was it, Cyberpunk? And now they're turning their attention to Onimusha and I have to say, they've managed to capture the essence of the original game, like the lore to it and just the vibes of it. The animation style's pretty, like, amazing, to be quite frank. So, yeah, it's only about seven episodes long, um, it doesn't really... Fo- it basically is kind of retelling 
certain elements from the different games. Um, that's the only real canon part to it. But Hemming, I know you didn't drive with Tekken. Is that right? Do I remember? Yeah, right? I just I watched the first couple episodes and just didn't didn't hook me. But I am interested in the Onimusha one, so it's good to hear you uh, giving it a raving review. So I want yeah, to check yeah, that yeah. out. It's, the Dragon's it's, it's, Dogma it's one I quite liked. I never watched that one, actually. Yeah, everyone said that Mm. was pretty good. And everyone loves Arcane Legends, the Arcane Legends show. Uh, League of Legends just means nothing to me, so... But it looks good. It looks pretty. It won all the awards, and they got Imagine Dragons to do a soundtrack to it, but I can imagine Imagine Dragons are basically like the whore of the music industry. Every movie I've ever bloody seen seems to somehow have them doing a soundtrack to them. (laughs) That sounds horrible. <laughs> you'll be you'll be really pleased to hear they're going to do the soundtrack to the next Assassin's Creed uh, game, Mike, as well, just to to really make yeah. <laughs> Are they actually? No, no, but I can imagine I can imagine that's a a a marketing synergy that would that Mike would uh, like to see in hell. Um, Flint, can I? Bro, Imagine Dragons are the exact group that fans of Assassin's Creed absolutely love. Okay? <laughs> right. The synergy is absolutely there. Yeah. The Venn diagram video of Assassin's Creed Terrible and Imagine Dragons. That monster video package for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania was fantastic, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for him. They, they like, you know how like Nickelback and Linkin Park became like the movie soundtrack guy for about four years, where it's just like every film they were used for and it kind of made them the brunt of all jokes a little bit. That's what's, I mean, fair enough. Mileage Bay Varia, whether you actually like the band or not. But anyway, that aside, gentlemen, I think it's fair to say the Fox is in. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, we've talked about this on three pods now. I think it is fair to say that we are now on... Uh, oh, no, they did say December, to be fair now, didn't they? So we are X days without a Rockstar trailer of GTA 6. Um, and it's just to make it kind of funny that everyone's still sitting there weighted with basic breath. I just kind of hope they still get like a really nice soft voice to talk about GTA Online. And I kind of want Hemming to do it. Hemming, can you <laughs> can you do it right now? Can you just give us like a, if you were, this is your pitch okay, yeah. to do the GTA 6 voiceover person. This trailer's going to be the most watched trailer probably in the history of video games. And it usually is a nice voice. Give us, give us some, give us some magic. There's no pressure here. I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Give me the give me the pitch here. Give me the okay, lines. Uh, uh, say I'm just the talent, re- damn it. You're, you're going to return <laughs> to Vice City and then talk about all the vices you can get up to. There yeah. we go. Return to Vice City. Indulge in your vices. Drug dealing? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank there, you. We go. Thank you. there we go. There we go. Rockstar, you've got your guy sorted. Um, anyway, other video game news that came out, actually came out, was that there was a leak that happened from uh, the old Naughty Dog offices and uh, that went all across Reddit and then about 12 hours later they then confirmed that The Last of Us Part 2 is officially getting the remaster treatment. Now, this is a bit weird, right? Because Last of Us Part 2 already, like, runs on ps5s quite nicely well, and they, they use that they same engine. massive patch they give it a huge ps5 patch so yeah, so yeah it why it, it was out money i looked this up it was out like five months before the launch of the ps5 yeah yeah it was and in the like the year of the pandemic 2020 right also 20, everyone's yeah, anyone's gonna buy that game has bought that game right like it's been on sale like so many times like they're they're basically just one bad weekend away from sticking it on ps plus anyway so like i don't kind of get it other than it's been i don't know it's been officially confirmed but it sounds like last of us fractions factions fractions whatever the play name is like that's dead 
So like maybe mm. this is just a way to try and recoup some money before they play their next card. I don't know. Having yeah. you 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 tend to be a glass half full guy kind of this. Would anyone <laughs> want to buy this game? You bought part one remake. Well, part one remake actually made a bit more sense because the game was what nine, eight, nine years old at that point. Um and it works. Putting it in the Last of Us Two engine, it worked really well. Um this though, yeah, it the only positive thing I can think about, because you've looked at if you look at the trailer. Some people have taken shots of the PS4 version, shots it's of the PS5 exactly the version. Yeah, exactly. They look identical. It's like that, um, you know, that office meme where it's yeah. like they're the same picture. It's like it actually is the same picture. It literally is. Um, the only positive is that they're, they're giving it as a £10 upgrade. If you own the a version of it, you can just buy a £10 upgrade on the digital store. So at least they're not going to be charging people full price regardless. We've already said what they should do. Pascal, well, what- pa- uh, Pedro Pascal skin and the the girl from Game of Thrones, and then people be like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but I think with the Last of Us 2 story, that might be a little bit jarring. Um, yeah, yeah, especially with, consider what happens to be Exactly. Fair. Yeah. Okay, cheerfully withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what will you say? actually um, get for your £10 upgrade? Because like you say, it's already been patched to I don't, run better. I don't know. This is the thing that's not the loading much. times and maybe 4K, better 4K support and better like textures. But like better again, HDR, yeah, yeah, like who wants mm. who? Like no one's screaming out for this, no one's crying out for this. And like, I know it's a bit of a weird tangent. I'm kind of down for like remasters and collections being released, right? We had the Metal Gear Solid collection recently, Capcom have literally done like every Street Fighter in a collection, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of like collections, like we we, we, we like them as little things to keep. Hemming, you, you're a you're a preservationist when it comes to mm. video games. So if they released a Last of Us, like every version together, that might be something, right? But then just to turn around and go, part two, PS5, we're in a patch. We just need to make some money because our terrible <laughs> multiplayer idea that only Hemming liked turns out ain't going to happen. <laughs> that was Bungie's fault, and look at how Bungie are doing. <laughs> I was Damn thinking, you, Bungie! I did just have a check, because I thought that I saw there was something that's going to be in it. Apparently they're adding some deleted scenes, so it will be like an extended Ooh. cut. Yeah, there you go. Turns out that Samuel Jackson turns up at the end and tells Ellie she's part of the bigger universe, she just doesn't know it yet. Um, speaking of Bungie, they're um, doing a bit of synergy stuff at the moment, in fact. They're releasing uh, some skins or, or cosmetics that based around The Witcher. Transition. That was smooth, and by the way. It, oh, thank you very much. Um, it turns out that to buy these uh, these extra armor bits, it's got to cost more than actually buying The Witcher 3 and all their DLCs combined. <laughs> Does that sound like a really smooth business thing to do? Like, like... Mike, I know you're not a cosmetics fan. Have you ever been tempted? Have you ever seen any armor on Destiny 2 where you're like, you know what, maybe I'll get my schmeckles out for that? No. No, I don't. I'd love to know, like, if anyone listens to this that buys Destiny 2 cosmetics, I'd love to know what prompted you to. It'll be streamers. It'll be streamers that actually make money by playing the game. There you go. But I, I am like prime target audience, yeah. right? I have no issue with 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 DLC and in-house. But I like I will happily go, man, that looks great. Like I still play Marvel Snap, for Christ's sake. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll happily get. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like I have no issue if it's going to be something that's that that's like affects my do gameplay. something like you know meaningful. What I mean? But like, just looking Skins. cool, and like the prices of them. If it, and again, if it was like yo, Pound. it's a quid, yeah, or something like that, then it's like what's a quid? But 
what, I can get it's all like, of the Witcher games for cheaper than this? Like, yeah. It just makes no sense. No, 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 I completely agree. Um, Hemming, you like you want to come in there on something? No, I'm just like, I, I can't believe that. <laughs> I, yeah, I like, wasn't like, fully aware of that, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, they also done an Assassin's... You'll be, here to, you'll be pleased to hear, Mike. They've done an Assassin's Creed mix as well, where it's Valhalla-inspired armour. And I'm like, there's, 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 they don't look anything like Assassin's Creed characters. I haven't even seen the Witcher ones. So I know what they're probably doing. They're probably looking across and they're going, ah, oh, Fortnite are making bank when they're doing like different promotional things of other things. So maybe we should get on that bandwagon as well because it turns out we're not good at making video games all of a sudden anymore. So let's just try and make other things off of that. But I hope the old bird has still got life in it and uh, hopefully the delay to the final shape will make it good. Um, a game that wasn't so good um, and wasn't received very well was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, it's got the lowest score any Call of Duty game has ever got. Uh, people lamenting the short play style, the, the 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 jumbly bits of all the shit versions of previous games off of that, to the point where like it's basically being delisted and it's being like promoted on sale very very quickly. Um, I know we're not COD players over here, and we don't want to like kick a. Also, I don't uh, Xbox. Oh, sorry, Mikey is a is a COD guy actually because during lockdown he got very good at it with Lee. But would you have you're you're a COD guy, man? So like. Have you seen any of this? Does it make you want to play it? What's it got to do to make you want to play it? Um, I, 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 like I was close. I, I was close to looking at it. I was like, hello, this could be something. Is that Tom up. Hardy on the cover? Um, I, I, no, 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 no. I, Google, I, Google I the, the, the front cover while you're doing that because the, they, 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 they keep promoting it warfare. with this guy who looks very much kind of like Tom Hardy mm. when he was playing Bronson. Wearing like a a campus yeah, hat. Yeah, he does, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? And I was like, oh, okay, they tend to get an actor in, right? That was kind of a thing for a minute. Do you remember when I had Kevin Spacey? Don't talk about him. Yeah. But yeah, they do get. They used to get a face, and I was like, maybe I've done that again, but maybe not. Well, I have some background info, I suppose, on this game, um, and, and like, I suppose the reason why it's 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 so poorly received. So and and, and it kind of explains everything, ah. really. So essentially. Um, Modern Warfare 3 was basically DLC for Modern Warfare 2. And uh, and people know this because when, uh, like, I think it was early access players were playing it, you know, like, in D- you know, Heming, you'll know this better than anyone else, DLC trophies appear within the menu of the game that you're, it's the DLC for, yeah? Well, Modern Warfare 3's trophies appeared in the menu of Modern Warfare 2 as DLC, um, and uh, there's and there's a, there's that and there's a few other elements as well in terms of the production where it was there, like basically the what was gonna be like a bit of premium DLC like a twenty thirty dollar DLC like big expansion um, they just went yeah let's make a full game out of it and um, go on Mills. I was gonna say wasn't the latest Modern Warfare three which was supposed to be a DLC the fact that it was a remake of the maps from Modern Warfare 2 from 10 plus years ago. Uh, yeah. So Modern Warfare 3 this year is actually a remake of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, and a lot of people are basically saying like, yeah, the maps are cool and all, but they're not like current. They're not, there's nothing groundbreaking there. And um, then you add on to that, like the campaign mode for people that have played it have just been like, that feels very rushed. <laughs> like, right. Oh, and... What is the calling card of a game that was rushed out very quickly without the quality control needed? Hmm. That's right. Our old friend, Mr. Bugs. Because <laughs> there's quite a few bugs. End of the day, end of the day, 
does gangbusters because it's modern warfare yeah. and people fucking love that shit right um, but it doesn't stop it. I mean, look at FIFA. It gets absolutely massacred every year. Look at NBA 2K, man. Mm. No video game franchise gets more lambasted for being just give us more money to play the game than that game does. And it does well every year, you know, and Modern Warfare 3 is unfortunate. All games just are turning into this. It's just a giant cash grab constantly. People, like, it's, it's the sad state of the gaming industry, and this is why we must cherish... Those those games that don't ask us to have a continual, you know, hook into our into our wallets. Yeah, what, what a lovely thing to say. Um, speaking about games that I'm sure had the same intentions, uh, PlayStation have had a bit of a rejig um, from the leadership change that we talked about a few months back, and half of their games as a service plans have just disappeared off of roadmaps and announcements and things like that. Hoping this is a bit of a course correction. I think we've talked about this in the past about how games as a service, even the games as a service games aren't successful that are perceived as being successful, right? So hopefully people are starting to wake up and smell the, the gas. <laughs> and no, that's not shite yeah. they want to hear. Hemming, what's your thoughts on this? I think this, this we, we're going back to Bungie again. Uh, Sony bought Bungie specifically for their expertise on games as a service because this is what the avenue they were going to go down. Mm-hmm. And Destiny has not been doing too hot, as we've mentioned. And so PlayStation have gone, hold on a sec. I think we uh, we may need to go another way with this. And uh, yeah, I hope they do. 50%, it needs to be more like 75% need to be got rid of. They're, there's just not enough room in the space for those kind of games yeah. in that quantity they they will all was, flop they will all lose money if they go down that do you remember there was a period of time in like it must have been like i don't know the the the, the i don't know what you call it the period of time between 2005 and 2010 when um every triple a franchise went big with multiplayer right so like metal gear solid had a multiplayer. Yes. Assassin's Creed had a multiplayer. The Last of Us had a multiplayer. And it was just like a... It was almost like a done Resident thing. Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil had a fucking multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? And um, then all of a sudden, like, everyone went, you know what? Let's actually do multiplayer games for when it's a decent multiplayer game. And I think, like, a similar thing's happened here. We had a period of about two years where every big ip was flirting with the idea of doing a games as a service version right like we, we've heard about all these different i don't know oh, maybe halo should be now no that sort of thing and now maybe the adults are in the room and realizing this is not the best way to utilize some beloved ips and like like you say like people have got very limited time like we've got our, like destiny's got us by the balls right and and it probably will do until the day they, they shut it off there ain't enough time in the world for me to go get that kind of balls deep love for another games as a service. And there's so many out there that have tried and failed. So anyway, done moaning about that. Let's talk about some prosperous things instead. Well, there's, but there's a lot out there. Go on, sir. There's, there's a lot out there currently, right? Like I was, so I was talking to my brother-in-law because he's, um, he's a lot younger than me. Yeah, he's like a good 15 years younger Damn than me. Damn young people. So he's got his, his life ahead of him. on a different different kind of pulse yeah and um he alternates between like fortnite apex and uh what was the other one is it uh, rainbow six something or siege siege that one as well but he will alternate between fortnite and apex quite a lot depending on the season you know i mean in terms of which one looks more interesting and i think for me like you only really are going to 
crack that kind of space where you know you log in every day and you do your dailies and stuff like that if you are either like the brand name so to get like for example back in the day like when you were doing like mmos right yep. either you were the brand name like world of yep. warcraft or you came into it with the big uh like the the big ip final fantasy came in yeah, yeah rocket start chat. now incredible and even the Elder Scrolls, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, Rocky Start still has a consistent player yeah. base, though. And all the other ones that come in, like, unless you are a Fallout 76 of some kind a where the gameplay is so damned. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's hugely so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but unless you're like a Destiny where it is literally like the gameplay is absolutely incredible, mm -hmm. you're just going to struggle, man. Yeah, completely it's about keeping agree. that retention and the engagement as well. That's if you struggle to keep the player base going, keep a high figures high enough and making it worthwhile, you're just gonna go, Oh, nobody likes this anymore. I also think there's an element of like no and no one's cracked this nut recently. Right, so we're back. Apparently, I was drinking Coke whilst talking like a ventriloquist dummy, and I promise you, both my hands were up here. Um, so, <laughs> um, we talked a bit about gas and everything else in between, but let's talk about something a little bit more positive. Uh, Game of the Year Awards. Uh, the nominees were announced uh, across social media, and it was a bit of a nice bit of buzz to it. You know, a bit of old, big, uh, big uh, what's his name? Jeff Keighley doing his lads on tour thing, yeah, doing his old tweets as he goes along. Our boy done that there. Yeah, good stuff. So, I don't want to go through every category because you know there's, there's a lot a of categories lot. That, you know, else. <laughs> but let's talk about the big ones and some of the ones that we might be interested in so the big tamale the big the big honcho mikey what do you call this one is this the ayatollah rock and roller of game awards or do you really care about the game awards about game of the year i really care to be honest um, um I'm, <laughs> it's great great for people that receive awards sucks for people that don't um but i mean yeah i, I <laughs> I, I'm, Fair I'm, enough. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ambiguous. My name's Paul, and it's between y'all. So uh, the the big ones then. So Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Any big omissions? What do you think is going to win? Ooh, well, I mean, what do I think is going to win? It's Baldur's Gate 3. I'm pretty sure that's going to win it. Um... Emissions, I think they've got that pretty, pretty spot on. Potentially, for me personally, I would swap out Resident Evil 4 for Final Fantasy 16. How dare you? Uh, I, I do apologize, sir. But that's just a personal take. But I think they're pretty, pretty bang on there. Fair enough. I Everyone's bitching and moaning on a certain side of the internet saying Xbox tax. And to be quite frank, I've read the reviews, I've seen the gameplay videos, and like, no, it's a really tough year to get into that top echelon of like best games at the moment. And Starfield probably don't deserve to be in that list. Like, there's games that I've played that I've really enjoyed that don't end up being in that list all the bloody time. So I don't know, you know, Moles, have you got an Xbox tax against this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just they hadn't got any good games. That, that, yeah. is, that, that, that is fair. That is fair. Right. Okay. Quick round table then. Old game of the year. Uh, out of that list, which thing's going to win it? Baldur's Gate 3, baby. I'm with him. Um, I... Yeah, go on then. 
I'm hearing Adam <laughs> Wake too, though. Like a lot of people keep saying that, like the art direction of it and the story, that like, the batshitness of it, it's probably got a bit of recency bias to it as well. But I think, uh, yeah, this yeah. is voted on by the media, right? Like video game. No, media it's, it's voted on. You can go on their website and vote for it now. So it's also available to the public to vote on. And and moving on from a little bit from last week when I talked about Alan Wake Two, after ruminating on it, it is my personal game of the year so far Man, houses like, mm. I, I tell you yeah. it's a good job that none of these games are like arsenal football club games isn't it or liverpool games because they would win the vote <laughs> <laughs> the boaty oh. boaty face of video games wouldn't it yeah. and the um, winner for game of the year is andre r shavin what, what? <laughs> <laughs> mo salah somehow wins best game direction um speaking of game direction let, let's talk about that for a second because that's what i always find a fascinating one to go with. um actually it's very similar to the game of the year nominees in fact it pretty much is alan wake 2 Baldur's gate 3 spider-man 2 now how can you go from best game direction and like best game and it be different I don't know. Is this just like their way of going, okay, we'll give it to Baldur's Gate 3. We'll do Best Direction for like Zelda so that yeah, we, we, we keep everyone happy. I don't, I don't know. It's a bit weird um, on that front. Let's find a category which isn't just the same five. Um, I think we need to give a, a special shout out to one particular category, which is uh, Best Family Game. Yeah. Uh, friend, friend of the pod, uh, AJ Scrutton for Disney Illusion Island. They got a nomination, which is huge for them and well-deserved because I absolutely love that game. It's kind of nice that, like, I know it's Disney and I know it's got, like, a mass, like, the IP behind it is absolutely massive. But it's it's great to see Little Indie Studios getting some loving from there as well. And, I mean, what company to be in, right? They're in the same company as uh, Party Animals, as Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I do think just because it's in the kind of Game of the Year listing and it's probably not going to win Game of the Year, it's pretty much a shoo-in to win Best Family Game. That doesn't suggest 100%. the others uh, aren't you know worthy of their, their nominations off of that as well. Um, shows what best a great RPG. system the Switch is I just wanted to say shows what a great system the Switch is for, for all the family so many Absolutely. good options on there right so best RPG this is where Starfield got its nod uh, as well as Life of Peas Life of Peas <laughs> Life of Peas <laughs> Sea of Stars Final Fantasy 16 and Baldur's Gate 3 now I think by like default Starfield's probably got a win just to shut everyone up but like I there is see, no chance I want to see Final Fantasy 16 win it yeah, I would love that, but the thing is, Baldur's Gate isn't. I'm sorry, are we, are we, are we, are we saying that Baldur's Gate isn't going to win the best RPG? But it's going to win game greatest, of the year. Oh yeah, I it's the it, greatest it, RPG the that's ever been made. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, this is right. no slight on the other games in that category, apart uh, from Starfield, because apparently that is a bit naff. But nah. Baldur's Gate Three is just that bloody good that it is the best RPG. You cannot argue that. Whether it's best game, yeah, there's a little bit of maybe. Give and take there, but best RPG, no no question. Oh, fair enough. Well, Hemming, you're actually a video game person. I just look at the big ones. What categories <laughs> interest you and what are the actual like, oh, that's an interesting thing? Because like I look at best esports coach. Oh Christ. I, what's that? that? That's was, a young person thing. That that is a young person thing, and I don't know anything about it. The funny one is though, one of the coaches in that category who got nominated went on Twitter and said why am I being nominated? I haven't been a coach for like three years. So is it <laughs> just, just basically like someone in marketing were like, we should do what the young people do. Let's get that speed chap. He keeps turning up at football games. We'll do that one. Yes. Yeah. 
That, that uh, does feel that there was a little bit of a, a misconstrued there. I'm just trying to find the list of. Well, well the, one uh, thing the I'll call out quickly whilst you're finding that one out, Hemming, is the uh, I like one the the one that's uh, best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches, and uh, Destiny Two th- better not be in there. So the five nominees are Baldur's Gate 3, of course, because that's basically up for every single award because it's the GOAT. Um, (laughs) Cyberpunk 2077, who released what is uh, universally lauded as an incredible DLC, um, and obviously a bunch of different uh, patches and stuff. Uh, You've got Final Fantasy uh, 14, which... um, That must get that nomination every year. It does, pretty much. But then we have two special ones. We have the aforementioned Destiny 2. After they just laid off a bunch of people via social media. Yep. Yep. And then we have the dudes that, in my opinion, should be winning this. No Man's Sky. And yes. Flint, you're, as a man by, who by, went down that rabbit hole this year. Best, like that, when we do our Game of the Year awards, I have, I, there's a category that I introduced a couple of years ago to this pod, which was your Game of the Year that wasn't made that year. And uh, it's got to be No Man's Sky, man. Like seriously, they've done. So- it's amazing. That just that it's like it's like someone made you a really shit dinner, and you went, "Nah, it's done. Like dinner's done." And they go, "No, there's the kitchen. I'm still gonna make you a damn good dessert." And holy crap, they took that fucking terrible dinner that not even a dog would eat, and they gave you the best cake you could ever have. And I just. I just, I'm just so happy for them. And I was one of those naysayers. I said, fucking Sean Murray, you're like a crook. You sold games to Ogdenville and they put them on the map. But no, <laughs> you've like, you've turned it around. You've made, you, you, you raised the mutant baby. You, you done good by the parents and you're, you're still not asking for money. I think that's the most amazing thing is that they are not asking for any additional money for these DLCs uh, and these patches. How, it's still buy the base game. How are they still going? Because like they added full <laughs> PSVR two support, the massive yeah. patch. Like there's yeah. no like. I mean, you know, who knows this the revenue and... they must have got from that initial release in 2016? <laughs> oh, it must, <laughs> must have been have, huge. Must have been huge, <laughs> and he must have sat there and gone, right? But I could do one of two things. I could either go buy a like a sports car and, and be hated on the internet for the rest of my life or I could live off of beans for the rest of my life <laughs> I have and make moved it work. house five times since that <laughs> game came out <laughs> and it's 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 still here and it's still doing stuff and it still belongs and yeah if you I'm sure at some point it will be a PlayStation Plus game I think Mikey I think you've bought it on sale on my recommendation again uh, Moles you have access to it via my account just give it a bash like seriously, like nothing captures the feeling of insignificance of space and the wonder of it as well than than that game. Microsoft and Bethesda just tried to do it, probably spending hundreds of millions of dollars and haven't even come close. Um, so yeah, that's my my annual No Man's Sky is still pretty good thing. I love that. That's delightful. Yes. Uh, fighting game of the year. Let's go have that one. Because I know, Mikey, you bought one of these in Street Fighter VI. Um, happy to see it? Deserving of this? Or has the, the sheen wore off? No, man. Street Fighter VI is great. I'm looking forward to over Christmas. I want to get back involved. Um, uh, I, I genuinely do. Street Fighter VI is a fantastic, fantastic game. And they, they're, they're also... Um, 
I think they are nominated for it's like I think it's accessibility or some kind of award around there. And I know it's not like the um, I don't know if it's what you maybe think about of accessibility, but the, the the modern controls they added, where basically you don't even have to do any freaking inputs and comb- you haven't got to do quarter circle punches. You just press a button to be able so anyone can play Street Fighter and do the moves, and do the combos. Like anyone can do it. And you can go online and play against people that have just got that as well. Uh, like it's people, I, I've, I've genuinely heard stories of people that have gone, oh yeah, I'll play some Street Fighter. And they're like using the, like the new control system. Mm. And they're like, this is the most fun I've ever had playing a fighting game. Like this is now not scary to me. And it's got a whole, I mean, it, dude, it continually has high concurrent players playing. Like it's a genuine hit. They've done an incredible, incredible job. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Hemming, you are an aspiring voice actor, and I think it would be remiss if we didn't turn around and talk about best performances in video games. So the nominations are Ben Starr for Final Fantasy XVI, Cameron Mollahan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Alba, Idris fucking Alba, for Cyberpunk (laughs) 2077 Phantom Liberty, Melaine Labarde for Alan Wake 2, uh, Neil Newman for Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Luffel for Spider-Man 2. I have to say... That is a pretty fuck. I mean, first of all, it's great to see one that doesn't have the same three fucking voice actors in every video game uh, being That's nominated. That's nice, isn't it? That's nice. No disrespect to them. They are the goats. But the point is, is that you make it seem that video game uh, voice acting is very much a very small tapestry where actually there's lots of amazing people. I hope they don't, they don't just give it to the Hollywood actor because it's Hollywood and it helps get eyes on the thing. Um, Hemming, yeah, fingers crossed. you've played every game, I think, that just been listed out there. Um You've seen all these performances. Where did you give it? Where did the gong go? The only one that I haven't played yet, and I will be playing it soon, is Spider-Man 2. But um, Yuri Lowenthal, is, he did it in the original game as well and does a fantastic Spider-Man Didn't voice. they recast him? Or am I, am I think no, they just they, recast a likeness? They changed the look of Sp- Peter Parker from the PS4 version to the PS5 mm. version. Hmm. And they, they that- altered it slightly for Spider-Man Remastered. And they made the change apparently because the uh, the new face they chose can emote better apparently and can, can oh, convey the emotion that Peter Parker goes through. Amazingly, that Spider-Man voice actor also voices Spider-Man in Midnight Suns. Hey. Like he's becoming the Spider-Man. That's cool because he, he, he does is, a great job. He's, is he becoming like the Kevin Conroy of Spider-Man? Uh, I think so. And I you know what? So. I'm absolutely okay with it. The weird, the fun thing is the difference between the two games. I'm sorry to go off on another tangent. Yeah, yeah, do it. On Spider-Man 2, you know, what? okay, so when you think Spider-Man, Peter Parker, what would you say he is? What, 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 what's kind of one of his, um, his like, I don't know, features of his, of his speech and how he talks? Oh, uh, and his, and his nerdy. Nerdy, not dad jokey. A, not, dad jokey, yeah? Yeah, quick-witted, yeah. dad quite, jokey. Quite quippy. Yeah. Yes. Quippy is the word. In Spider-Man 2, not so quippy, I would say. Midnight Suns, quippy AF. And it's like a yeah. different... It's the same voice actor, but a different lens. Yeah? Love that. Getting to run at it. Love that. I, uh, going back to the nominations you gave there, um, Cameron Monaghan, I was quite hard on Jedi Survivor as a game because my experience with it was terrible. But but can he... I just do his hair properly? Like I've had enough of floppy hair, <laughs> Jedi's, you know? Yeah, his hair was fine. Um, he actually he did 
put in a decent performance. I just didn't care what he was talking about. He did it well, just didn't <laughs> care. Um, so for me, it's it's Ben Starr in Final Fantasy 16. I think he did a fantastic job as Clive. Um, and I, I bloody loved that game. And he's been fantastic as well yeah, on social media. His community afterwards. social media yeah. stuff is like bumped him a little a, bit further. A great job. Neil Newburn is um I'm gonna get the name wrong, Asterion. Yeah. There Asterion. we are. That's the one. Um and he is again does brilliantly in the small amount the small amount that I've seen of him so far, he does fantastic. I also saw a bit more of him the other day as a friend of mine who is our uh, dungeon master when we play D D got given a cameo from him as a birthday present and he was he was brilliant and was basically trying to seduce him throughout the entire cameo which i enjoyed very very much so if he gets it i would not be upset incredible yeah like i said i just hope it doesn't just i mean idris was fine in cyberpunk by the way like for for my money's worth i think he's fine in it um i also really like the marketing for phantom liberty and it's just it's very subtle but basically if you've seen the advert it's basically a quick live action reenactment of a scene from the dlc and it's actual idris alba at a bar drinking and he says i can't remember the exact dialogue but saying along the lines over um if you think the game's stacked against you good news the game's fixed and it's like he's literally saying the game is fixed like if you want to play it now's the time it's fixed i, I, I thought it was, i thought it was fantastic um yeah I, like i say i haven't i haven't played um some of these games i haven't played spider-man yet haven't played boulder's gate um but i have seen a lot of spider-man's uh cut being shared online a lot and if it's anything like his performance in the original Spider-Man game, some of those emotional beats, like like, give the guy a break, give, yeah, give him a high five, give him that. But uh, anyway, all good on that front. Uh, is there any other categories, chaps, that makes you go, "Oh, I'm interested in that. I want to see who the winner is," or have we covered the big tamales? I, th- I think we've covered them. There's nothing else that really sticks out. I-, I did see in best mobile game, Final Fantasy Ever Crisis is in there, and like Mike is still playing Marvel Snap. I'm so still Snap's playing. Snap's got to win this, surely. Snap's not in it. Um, but I'm I'm still playing Ever Crisis. Why, why Snap? Is, did Snap come out the year before? Snap won it last year. Yeah. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Why? Why am I still playing it? Yeah. Because I I don't know. It's just got <laughs> me. I I never thought that mobile games would really do this to me, but it is just literally an auto battler where you just click, number goes higher, and it's it's quite therapeutic to just do for an hour before bed. Oh, but that's the key, right? That's the key. I have no issue with mobile games where it's just brain off, clicky, clicky, numby, numbery, higher, higher, happy, happy. Because I never, you know, <laughs> obviously, you know, oh, spend this in our purchase to get more gems. Like, no one fucking does that. Like, give over some. Well, the, um, about three people gems. do, and that's how they fund the game forever. <laughs> yeah, but those people are the ones that put in like five grand. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You want to buy um, more gems? <laughs> I have no issue with that kind of thing because that's, that's mobile gaming, right? And it's just like easy brain off on in front of the television, you know. That model is what they've put into actual video games now. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. the issue. Mm. Mm. Just a, one last thing. They managed to find six games in VR to put to the VR category. Now, let me tell you the games All in this category. six of them. <laughs> Grand Turismo 7. Which I'm pretty sure Grand Turismo 7 came out like three or four years ago. Uh, they're just updated with the VR mode. Uh, Horizon, Call of the Mountain. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that, that came out this time. year. Um, Resident Evil Village, VR mode. That game came out a couple of years ago. Um, 
Synapse, which is actually made in Dreams, so the game simulator of games. <laughs> so so there was a VR mode in that, and Humanity, uh, which I've never never heard of or, it, or played. Humanity, Hopefully they get some schmeckles as a result of this. Yeah, Humanity was a PS Plus uh, freebie that came out on release. It is basically Lemmings, but with humans. You're a little right, godly a little... dog that leads humans to a door into heaven. There we go. That's quite weird. Do you know, one last thing from my end on that, right? The best, one of the things that really tickled me was the, under the best sports racing nominees, you've got EAFC and then four racing games. <laughs> because basically, uh, sports as I said, slash racing. All, all, all sports games are just grind fest ultimate team modes and EAFC yeah. is the most popular version of it. And it has, it has claws into me. Me and Woods play it all the time, but it's uh, it's uh, it's it's difficult when that, that and that's the scene. That's the scene we are in. You want to mm. go and see reviews of the new Madden, the new NBA game, all of them. They're all the exact same. They're all it's the same complaints, and it's different companies. Two K and EA. They all do this. They do the same thing, and it's yeah. depressing. And it obviously would, works for them. Although. We're, it's becoming like movies now. All it is is just remakes and, and sequels. But if you could take one classic sport game from your childhood, and you can include wrestling games in this, and remake it for your PS5, and it will be given the treatment it deserves so that you love it again, what game would you go for? There's one that pops to my mind straight away. NBA Jam. I loved that game. They tried. They tried. Uh, they did do that. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't give it the love that it deserves. You see, this is the, this is the caveat. That's the thing, right? Yeah. You know, I played NBA Battlegrounds, right? Because I was like, man, it's NBA Jam. I, I'm in. I'm in. And you know, there isn't a single court which is an actual NBA arena. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, what's the point? I want the crowd, damn it. I need the crowd. I need, I need the flash bulbs going off when I'm doing my... Yeah. When, I, when I've got... When I'm on fire, you know? That was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine would be it's like it's obviously going to be an old Pro Evo game, where you know at peak. You six. Know, would, yeah, it's five or six. One of them, maybe four, maybe three. Who knows? Depending on the day, I'll I'll make my mind up on the time. <laughs> Do you remember obviously. when we all had Pro Evo Six on our PCs, and we all like modded it up so that like when you scored a goal, it would play like Footloose in the background or something. Who was this? Like, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, that's it. I remember you come out to the pitch every match just to... It was so good. It was so good. And John Carew had balance of 99. So like it was just like basically get him the ball and he'll just hold everyone back and everything else. And obviously Adriano being Adriano. I think for me, I had so much joy with SmackDown 2. Bastard. I was going to say that. Same roster, same like... Same gameplay mechanics, but just make it look really pretty. And the the career mode where you could build your own wrestler, and like you felt like you were actually watching an episode of Raw because I do a bit of backstage drama. And oh, I loved it. I I loved it. It's, the Hell in a Cell matches were always intense See, in that game. I'm surprised Mikey didn't say No Mercy. Yeah, well, it was it was either like, it's either a pro evo or it would be a because the thing is I look at it now and there are a lot of pro wrestling games that come out now. There's no good football games that come out now, do you know what I mean, that capture the magic of old school mm. Master League, you know? And I think they're all too complicated nowadays. Yeah, um, but no, no Mercy, WW Revenge, one of those two would be fantastic. Did you ever, do you remember when FIFA tried FIFA Street for like the first time? 
it was actually good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like FIFA I got Street a lot was a out of lot it. A lot of fun. That might yeah. actually be another good shout because they remade FIFA Street a few yeah. years later, and it it wasn't. They stuck as a game mode in FIFA, didn't they? Yeah. Oh god, you've made me think of another now. SSX Tricky. Oh my god, it's tricky. Yes. Oh. oh, what a mate, time I to remember be alive. Getting, when I was uh, when I was a kid uh, for Christmas, I was uh, I wanted I, I I asked for can I have SmackDown two please? Right, that was my Christmas. That was one of my Christmas presents, and uh, I was obviously begging for it for months. You know, I remember when I was a kid. You know, and uh, on the morning. I woke up and there was like, uh, you always, I don't know about you guys, when you wake up as a kid, you had a couple of presents at the end of your bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you kind of open a few just to get in the mood, you know what I mean? It's basically, you know, as a parent, I know that's just a way to keep you in your fucking room so they exactly. can actually sleep a little longer. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, the, um, and one of them was, a, well, and I, I felt it, I was like, that's a PlayStation 1 case. Hello. Mm. And uh, it was SSX, SSX Tricky, or one of them anyway. And I was like, oh, that's not SmackDown too. <laughs> and and I, I remember just being in bed and I played it for like an hour and I was like, it's good. I didn't, I didn't but it's not SmackDown. It's not SmackDown too. And I went downstairs and I, like, my mum was like, how was it? And I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's good. I'm not, you know, not going to lie. And she's like, oh, and my dad was like, oh, who have you been so far? And I was like, the snowboarder guy. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, I was a, the, I was a snow person. <laughs> and it was like so you haven't been the rock yet and I was like he's not on the game and they were like oh we must have put the wrong one upstairs and I was like damn you oh, damn oh. and then I did actually get it that afternoon of course when I they, they got go. there in the end Brilliant. oh good Kevin what else is, is in your, your mind sphere those, those were the main ones as I say FIFA Street and SSX primarily just for the soundtracks man they had some incredible soundtracks and yeah. games Need more of those brilliant licensed soundtracks. Do you remember there was like I would a have period said, of time where? Oh, sorry, go for it. So I, was gonna, I would have said Tony Hawk's, but we got it. We got it. We, we got, got it, it, and it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we we won. We won on that occasion. But do you remember during that period of time where it was like any sort of extreme sport had like a, a Tony Hawk's clone? Like uh, was it Kelly Slater's surfing? Yeah. Oh my days! Yeah. And um, there was like an in there was like an inline version as well where it's just like the, on blades. Yeah. Who was the BMX guy? There was somebody BMXing. Oh that my got god! Something. I wanted to say Bam Majira, but that's definitely not it. No, that <laughs> was Tony Hawk uh, Three. Yeah, but there, there was like that period of time. There was so many. There was so much fun to be had, and it's kind of. That's all gone away, and that's kind of sad. And that's why you have a sports category of just FIFA and like bland driving games. Mosey, sir. Yeah, I just thought of something like when I was probably about 10 at the time, we got our first home PC for like the family, uh, and yeah. it came with a bundle of games. And we had, I don't know if it was an Olympics game or an athletics game, but it had something like that. And obviously, the graphics were terrible. We're talking like late 90s. But a good track and field slash Olympics games with all the different events. Oh my god! Remember, yeah. like playing track and International field. International track and field, and where yeah, you get yeah. your pencil with the two buttons and you used to do things like that, like yeah. to do hundred meter sprint in like six seconds or something stupid. Like I, anyone out there makes a half decent athletics game, especially in an Olympic year. Look, like, but money. But do it properly. Not some half-ass, oh, it's an Olympic year, we're going to throw together some squabble. Oh, like, Mario do back it at the Olympics. Pro- no, no, no. Do it properly and put some effort in. I think that would yeah. be all right. I mean, you know... I'd buy get, that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. 
Love it, love it. Well, I think we've talked that to death. Uh, gentlemen, I think that is there a pod, unless there's anything else that is fit to print. Hemming, Moles, Mike. Yeah, I just want to say PSN sale is still up. If, uh, if you wanted Ooh. to go and purchase any of the games that we have been discussing, Marvel Midnight Suns is currently nineteen forty nine. Mm. It's a banger, I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. There we go. That's just for the base game. Street Fighter Six is thirty pounds and seventy nine pence. That's a steal by the sound. It's a banger. I'm telling you guys, it's a banger. Final Fantasy Sixteen is thirty eight ninety nine. It's a banger, but you'll wish you're playing Elden Ring. (laughs) 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 And uh, No Man's Sky. If you want to give some love to No Man's Sky, nineteen ninety nine. Do it. Worth it. it. There we go. It's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> Mike, Mike's just, it's just the banger, man. I love uh, this. And unfortunately, Baldur's Gate is still full price at uh, 57.99. Sorry. 37. It's a banger, 57. Oh. Yeah, I, mean, I would for, suggest it is a banger. They're about to win all the awards, right? So they had a chance in hell they're reducing that because they know they're getting that extra extra revenue coming in. Maybe. That, that'll take some I still think. I still think we need to achieve Baldur's Gate and all four of us do a stream of Baldur's Gate. Us playing. <laughs> I'll be that down could for be that. Fun. Also, Hemi, can I come to your your D and D game? Uh, I just thought I'd put you on a spot in the pod. I reckon <laughs> I'd be great. I won't do any innuendos at all. I promise. Oh no, we're all about the innuendos. The more, the better. Fair we can enough. Talk. I, I'd like to get. I, I've always wanted to do one, but obviously now I live miles away, so it's impossible. Can you do them online? You can. You can just get a group of people joined together in a situation like this and just play D&D. Can you be the dungeon master? Uh, probably not. I'm not good enough on the spot to be a dungeon master, sadly. You're a, you're a dungeon master in training? Not yet. Maybe one day. Right, Maybe well, we we're going to work on this and we'll report back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do like <laughs> a special a episode. Pod now. <laughs> Still a special episode. Do a bit of Boko. It'll be good. Uh, fair enough. Hebe, you had, you had some other bits. Yeah, it's like else you said. You had your finger raised. No, no. The... Uh, us- uh, I didn't say what I was watching at the very start, so I very quickly go back. I saw yeah, Killers yeah, of the it. Flower Moon. If anybody wants to see uh, Robert De Niro spank Leonardo DiCaprio, that's the film for you. What? You Everyone talks about this film, about it being culturally kind of misappropriating. No one's talking about DiCaprio getting spanked by De Niro. That's all the De Niro can... DiCaprio spank. That's all I can <laughs> think about. And that's all I'll say about it for now, because we're, wrap, we're wrapping up. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, we can talk about that when we talk about like your films you liked this year and everything else in between. Yes, yeah, we are heading towards that time. Where it's game after year, game after year. Holy crap, there's Phil Spencer. He doesn't look too happy. That's the sort of things we'll be talking about. <laughs> On that note, thank you very much, gentlemen. I'll thank the foxes of Michael. Bye. Mr. Hemming. Oh, thank you. And Mr. Moles. Ciao. Until next time, until that auspicious occasion, it's been a pleasure to serve you.